information is free. The law. There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my God. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, baby, you want to go Hi, out? hi, hello, hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast. The name is Larry. It's the 98th episode. Just two more episodes, and we are on that 100th, that 100th episode. That beautiful, golden, lovely 100, like a centurion, um, 100 episode stuff thing, you know. Yes. And Albert's giving you indications on how you can take part in that 100th episode, because I want to make it really exciting. So, uh, what do we have for this uh, week's episode? Uh, we're going to talk about that tragic situation in the United Kingdom in which a little baby child died and the parents have been uh, sentenced to jail over the situation. We're going to talk about that. And then, of course, in the final segment, we'll talk about the relationship segment in which we talk... Uh, what am I talking about this week? Let me have a look. Did I forget? Oh, arranged relationships. Can parents have a... And say in what your relationship can be like or not be like or whatever it is, you know, who you can date, who you can't date. We're going to start off this week's news uh, with the big news that TV jo- TV Josh was a television station. That's uh, the Emmanuel. It's not a t- is it a TV station? Yeah, yeah, it comes out on that free to air currently, uh, but soon it'll be available on DSTV, the multi choice uh, platform. On one of these channels from the 19th of November. So, yeah, so you can have prophecy on DSTV and all sorts of things. It's kind of weird. Hmm. It's going to have more people catching him out and saying, oh, no, you didn't say that. We say that. Not that I ever look at any of those channels. I'm not religious myself, but you know. Yeah, so for those excited, good for them. Also, the Protest Arts International Festival was on this past week. Uh, it brought together artists from all over Zimbabwe and a few from South Africa. And this was happening at the new Pambedi Trust Gardens in the avenues in Harare. So that was the thing that happened pretty much. I enjoyed it. I was there. Uh, the stuff that I watched, it was some good stuff. I watched Cynic performing. There were some artists from, uh, what country? Uh, from, from, from Mashingo. This, this girl was acting in a play. I can't remember the name of the play, but it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. What else happened? Uh, what's, uh, Zimbabwean businesses are turning down the, uh, the rand at the moment. The rand is spiraling out of control. It's got as much consistency as a drugged up alcoholic trying to convince the police that he's sober. So, you know, you know what I mean? So it's consistency has got it. looks so weird. Just like looking at it, it's just the rand is just schizophrenic right now. Yeah. So anyway, the barbering businesses are saying they don't want to, uh, to accept, uh, are refusing to accept the rand because of its inconsistency and that sort of thing. And not only is that happening, and you know, individuals are beginning to turn that down. And they're now in favor of the bond coins. Remember when the bond coins came out, people are screaming, oh no, they're away for uh, the Zimbabwe dollar to come back. And you know, the Zimbabwe dollar, we've got as much affection for it as, well, how can I say, how much affection do I have for it? Let's just go. We've got none. Okay, right now at the moment, don't, don't. There's no, there's no. Think of the thing that you hate the most. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, yeah. That's how much love, uh, hate there is for Zimbabwe. Except double it. Okay, yeah. Go with that. Then, uh, yeah. So, but, but funny enough, now the bond coins are coming back. I mean, the bond coins are getting a lot of love right now. You know, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. Come on. Bond coins, I could look at the rand like, you know, requests for Candy Crush. I just say no to all of those. Yeah. 
it is what it is. Side news, uh, the group, members of uh, trailblazing group Makumba went in an accident on Sat Friday, was it no Saturday? So they could not perform at the book cafe pop up party. Three members were injured, but they're fine now, so that's that's good. But they were in an accident in that alley. And then, a second from last story, oh, big, you know, right now, you know, the biggest song right now in the world is a song that makes you want to call that girl that you were sitting with in a preschool and you refused to share half her bun with her. So, that's hello. Now, a guy from Zimbabwe taps Mugadze's version has been listed by E, you know, the entertainment channel. Yeah, it's been listed as one of his 20 favorites on YouTube right now. So pretty exciting. It's gotten over a million views. So shout out to Taps. Yeah. I hope it's not going to be that guy. You know, you don't want to be that guy who's going to be remembered as the guy who did a cover for his song. Because it's given him a lot of fame right now. I hope that when he does start, re- does start re- re- releasing his own songs, they'll get a lot of love. Final thing in the new Simba Tags. Shout out to Simba Tags and Raiders who are going to the African Music uh, concert that's happening in South Africa later this month. They're going to be representing Zimbabwe, a whole bunch of heavyweights from Africa performing there. See you on the side of the Kurikast in which I talk about fundamentalist religion. The name is Larry, you listen to the Kurikast, and now a sad story happened. And well, it took place in the United Kingdom recently. A Zimbabwean couple by the name of, uh, Reb- sorry, that's the, the, Rebecca is the little kid that died, but uh, Ngonizashe Brian Kandare, as well, along with his wife, wife Precious, were, you know, were sent to jail following the death of their daughter, Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca died from, you know, highly advanced malnutrition. You know, it was so bad that there was no, she was like nine months old. But there was no trace of food or milk in her stomach. A specialist said the the child had the worst case of rickets that he had seen in over in his thirty three year career. So it was really bad, and you, it's such a horrible thing to to even think about just in general because you're thinking about a nine month old baby who was so neglected and that sort of thing. And all the talk is essentially about how this couple was. Well, you know, in the most incorrigible way, wicked and that sort of thing. But going back, you know, having the discussion about how it all came about, when you then find out, when you unpack it, the reason why they made these decisions were because of a fundamentalist religious religion they were part of. The thing that religion has, even in in its most mild way, is that it has the capacity to create a certain type of reasoning that is not necessarily uh, always normal. Okay, so, you know, there's this thing called faith. According to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, is the things hope, hoped for, even though not uh, beheld. So essentially, you're looking at things that you say, all right, you know, the child is sick, and because of my faith, the child is going to get well. Not, okay, we've got healthcare, we've got scientists, the same people that God allegedly created, right? Uh, those people have been given the ability to deal with uh, some of these situations. But you decide, no, we're going to go with that. And not only that, now, a lot of these religions have got an exclusionist uh, principle in them. This apostate church of God that was in Wolverhampton, you know, had this exclusionist policy. You are not allowed, You, the church midwife was the person that allowed you to take your child 
to do uh, a healthcare provider if they saw fit. But other than that, you couldn't do that. And you, you think of the same with a posturi and some people now putting, investing all their interest in a lot of these, uh, you know, Pentecostal type churches that you find, uh, you know, it's not anything that's brand new, by the way. So let's not look at it because somebody said, oh, it's so African, with this African reasoning. No, before we even get carried away by that, who brought that religious style of religion to Africa? Was it not? Uh, non-Africans, but then Africans adopted and pretended it was theirs, and as if those were their own ancestors, and that sort of thing. It's kind of weird. But anyway, that's a completely different di di discussion that will get a Bible thrown at me. But that's just the reality. As much as not many people would think it, the, the Kandares are as much victims in this narrative as they are villains. So essentially, they, were, they, they will find themselves in desperate circumstances. And, and because of those desperate circumstances, they made choices that I am telling you right now, they probably are regretting. They're looking at themselves, how could we be that ridiculous? Oh, that's sad. Rest in peace, baby Rebecca. Alcohol may be hazardous to health if consumed to excess. The operation of machinery or driving after the consumption of alcohol is not advisable. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18 years. Summer is here. And together with Hunters, we are hosting the first Quencher Bride on Saturday, the 31st of October. Think good food, great music, and real, natural fun in the sun refreshment. If you want to score tickets to this exclusive event, you need to act now. Just get your hands on two Hunter Cider six-packs and take a selfie, making sure your six-packs are in the photo. Then upload your pic to the Hunters Facebook page and send it via WhatsApp on 0782-112-211. The best shots will win tickets to the coolest party in Zim. It's as easy as that. So don't miss your chance to get your chill on with your favorite CFM personalities and hunters at the first quencher bride. Hunters, refreshes like nothing on earth. This is the Quiddicast. The name is Larry. And yes, now we're talking about relationships. And this week I was like, yo, you know, family meddling in relationships. Uh, is that a thing? Can, can, can we look at that as a thing that uh, annoys some people? You know what? For some people, it's as palatable as, say, warm piss uh, during the heat wave. So there's much love they've got, uh, you know. For some people, I say there's lovable as, you know, South African behind. Yeah, for African men. So it's just kind of weird. It, it divides opinion. Meddling, do we like it? Do we not like it? It's just, I just don't know. It's, family things. Can family get into a relationship, into your relationship and decide whether you should or shouldn't date somebody? That's the principal question. And so I decided to get people to get involved in the discussion. And uh, first of all, let me talk, let me, let me uh, drop the ones that came from WhatsApp. You know, unless if a family is intending on marrying me, then I really think they don't have a say in who I date. Because at the end of the day, it has to be about my happiness and people need to look out for number one and be selfish in what they want and what they need. Unless that person is a murderer or something like that, maybe yes, they can have a say. But ultimately, um, they're allowed to have an opinion, but not the end decision. The end decision has to lie with the person who's dating that person. I don't think family have a say in whom I date. Whom I date is my choice, and if it's my choice, let me be the one to regret it, but only you can do is to advise me. If he's not accepted, then that's their problem. I'll just go. There's no way around love. You just have to accept it. 
families is not say on whom I date or who I love because uh, whoever I love, uh, that's what I like. I know they can say uh, I need to go out with a person who is like this or like that, but these days people change every day. So it's up to me really to choose because I don't want tomorrow to be crying and saying, Mom, look at this guy. You chose it for me. You chose him for me. Look at what he's doing to me today. It's better if I do it myself and then I won't blame anyone tomorrow if he changes. I'll have to accept it because that's what I wanted from the first day go. So I'll just take it, whatever is there. And then if there's a, a problem that my parents are not accepting my, my partner or my boyfriend, then they, I need to convince my, fam, my family or my parents to like that person or just to get on with him because that's what I want. There's a problem of lo loving someone and someone cannot even like that person. So then I have to convince them in a way of maybe going to extended family or someone else or a pastor so they can talk to my parents and convince and I'll tell them why I love that man. Of course, if there are some points, big points of maybe he's done that or whatever, I might listen. But I know there are general things that families fight on that are not necessary. Those ones, you know, they have to like my man. It's finished, it's gone. I need to look for what I want today, and that's it. No one is there to give me or to oppose what I like. That's it. So those are the comments that I got from uh, WhatsApp uh, via the voice note platform. And, and you know, it's, it's just really strange when, when you really think of it, because it's, 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 it's a topic that... The, you know, from those two comments, you think it's cut and dry, cut and paste, you know, yeah, no, they don't have anything to do with me. But I was talking to a friend of mine who is now in her 40s, and she says she wishes that, you know, when she, if she, when she was younger, that uh, her parents had pointed her in the right direction, uh, advised on good families with, in town with sons, maybe even invited families around for dinner so she could meet their sons. And if they hit it off, that was fine. If they didn't, then, you know, that's fine. You know, it is what it was. Uh, she said it saved her a lot of time and frog kissing, uh, you know, just hoping to bump into a decent person in the streets is tricky. And you can understand that. And uh, she also went on to say that, you know, her parents knew what sort of person she was. So they knew what sort of person that she'd, she would end up uh, with. And that would, you know, make sense and that sort of thing. And you can see how that kind of falls in, you know, in place. It seems to just make sense. But the other side of it, or, you know, you have to be careful because it also then could end up being a situation where some of the, your parents' prejudices could be, you know, imported into your relationship, essentially. So, you know, if they're prejudiced against certain, certain cultures and so forth, and they tend to just invite people with certain types of culture in the family. Obviously, the way you see the world will be will be exactly like how your parents saw the world, and you just import their prejudices into your life. Not to say that, uh, you know, uh, that your parents are necessarily prejudiced, just in case you decide to catch feelings about it, but it's a possibility, isn't it? 
But that said, you know, it's, it's a difficult thing. The dating game is, 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 is weird. It's just weird. It's just one of those things like, oh gosh, what, what do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you, you just, you just go out there and you just hope to get lucky, to be honest. If anybody says they got a formula for this, they're selling dreams and telling porkies. And all you do is just hope that whatever way you do it, it just makes sense. There are people in arranged marriages and it's great and that sort of thing. There are those who aren't and it's just weird. And I don't know. Also the way the world works right now, everything, everything is about individualistic rights, no longer about the, the common good. So I don't know what's happening now. It's just, it is what it is. Anyway, the name is Larry. You've been listening to The Criticast. It's two episodes away from The Great 100. If you want to take part in The Great 100, email me on info at LarryCreditEye.com. We'll get some great activation starting on Monday in which, you know, you're going to be getting people taking pictures with The Criticast logo with a big 100 on it. And they're going to be getting some audios. I need people to get, to get as many audio drops from you as possible. Let's make it an exciting episode. It's on the 4th of December, this 100th episode drops. So just get in touch with me. Uh, get in touch with me via Twitter at Quidirai. You've got me on the WhatsApp broadcast. Or get in touch with me via that. Let's talk about how we can make it a great big episode. Uh, if you could check out also, I'll be releasing a lot of information all over. Uh, as and when it's ready and uh, yeah so if you can take part in that big episode we want to make it awesome also get guys like Carl Josh and Mubei who's going to be getting a bunch of comics all the way from all over get it, they've already get, we've been bringing in drops and so forth it's going to be like yeah if you don't like them yeah. I'm sure your sister will we'll also be having hey, baby, a bit of a get together as well so I'll be giving you more information that as I go other than that I say take care of yourself and the people that you love catch uh, me on Tuesdays between 6 and 6.30 on Tuesday night, Tuesday night football with Alice Munjira and Sean Tafire. You can also catch me on Friday night between 6.30 and 7 p.m. on The Switch on ZFM Stereo with Kundai Chanika powered by the movement. Also on the 27th of November, catch me with Carl Joshua Mube on stage on his show. Yeah, so lots of stuff that's happening. Other than that, I say, and I leave you with these words, the world is a really huge place if you choose to make it that way. It's been louder. It's been a critical to care of yourself.